Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Digital Nomad World Weekly Lecture Series. Today, I'm here with Juliana Robbie, and we're going to talk about the best tips for finding the best remote job for you. Welcome to the program, Juliana. Thank you, Becky. So happy to be here with you. I am so happy to be here with you as well, because I know this topic is really important for so many people wanting to come into the world of remote work. Yeah. It is. More than ever, we are talking about remote jobs. People are considering that, but some of them still don't know how to get there. So let's see if they get more clarity by the end of this episode. I, yes, yes, I really hope so. But first of all, I'd like to hear about you. Can you tell us about your background and how you became a digital nomad and got into this line of work, remote job coach? Yes. <laughs> sure, sure. So I was born in Brazil. I lived for 15 years in Spain and my background is in psychology. I have a master's in HR and I worked for 15 years as a recruiter when I was living in Spain. And then um, in 2013, at the end of 2013, there was some internal change in the company that I was working for as a recruiter. And suddenly I had to start working remotely. I mean, it was this option or you're going to fire me. So I said, okay, let me give it a try to this unknown thing called working from home at the time, right? So uh, I started working from home on the 1st of January, 2014. And then uh, very soon I realized that I liked that. So there was no uh, way back to me. I went from working from home to working from you know one city here, one country there, asking for permission, and then going for more flexibility and more freedom until a point that I was like, yeah, I want to be able to uh, travel all the time and be fully uh, remote, fully flexible, and choose where I want to work from. And then I quit my job and I start my own business. So now I'm also a digital nomad, so I can travel and work from anywhere in the world. Since 2019, I quit my uh, already remote job in October 2019 before the pandemic. And then I start being a digital nomad and a remote worker. One thing I love about this story is that you had two different types of remote jobs, first with a company, and then you went out on your own. And so we're going to touch on some of that today as well, because as we know, there are many different types of remote jobs. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk more about it. Yeah. So the first question I have, uh, in your opinion, um, what are some of the best tips for finding a remote job in the current job market? Let's say someone has never been remote before and they're thinking about going for it. Okay. First of all, make your life easier and consider jobs that you are already qualified to do. Right? So you don't need to go back to the university or study an MBA or sign up for a boot camp to land a remote job. Think about the skills that you already have, like the kind of jobs you did before or what you're good at. And then you search for similar jobs that can be done online. This would be my first tip. I mean, of course, if you want to change areas, right? if you're tired of doing what you did for many years, then you probably will need to study something new and learn to be able to move to qualify to move to a new area. But in this case, don't just randomly decide what to study because you might waste your time and money and um, invest into something that is not really necessary. So my suggestion is if you want to change areas and land a remote job at the same time, it is possible. But first, check the reality 
of the job market. And what I mean by that is read the job descriptions okay, of the jobs that you'd like to apply for to understand the real requirements uh, so you can check what appear more often on the job descriptions and then you decide what you want to learn. And always also double check that the job is really remote because unfortunately companies are taking advantage of the word remote and then they are using it like in all job descriptions just to attract attention and so they have more people applying for the job. But when you read the document carefully, then you realize that the job is not remote. You actually like need to go to the office twice a week or they talk about like free snacks in the office. So pay attention to it because you don't wanna waste your time applying for the wrong jobs and also creating false expectations. A very good tip. So any, I'm wondering, I, I often think of like, okay, if I was looking for a new job, should I just start Googling websites to find these, these jobs or go on LinkedIn? Like what's the best way to really start looking for where to find these jobs? Yeah. Um, th there are some places like the classical places like LinkedIn. Some people find, uh, think about jobs on Indeed or only also searching on Google to do that. So those are some ways, but there are specific remote job boards that you can um, you can find jobs. So let's start with LinkedIn because it's still the main database that you can find remote jobs and jobs that are not remote. So there are filters that you can use. So for example, you can put remote on the location instead of putting, for example, Germany or Israel. So that's one way, but still be careful. As I said, there are jobs that will appear initially as remote, but they are not remote. So LinkedIn is still uh, an amazing database if you are carefully and if you're reading uh, the job descriptions with attention. But there are specific remote job boards that are, uh, that's it, they are for remote jobs. So you save your time going for places that they will only show you remote job boards. Um, some of them will work more for some specific areas or industries like for um, designers or for developers. Some are more for people who are based in the US. I mean, you need to take some time to uh, get familiar with those specific remote job boards, but it's a great way to save your time and go for places that only remote companies are advertising for this job. And that said, uh, networking is also super important in this process because applying for jobs is one way to land a remote job. But let me tell you, it's not the most effective way because that's what everybody does, right? Click the apply button. So you were one out of, I don't know, 500 people that <laughs> applied for that job. So if you can create a connection with people working in that company, even before you apply for the job, like start commenting their posts and uh, exchange messages and like having a, a nice conversation as a colleague or as someone interested in that area, in that industry, in that kind of job, that's gonna increase the chances that when you finally hit the apply button, they already know you and they say, oh, I know this girl. Oh, that's that person that I have been chatting on LinkedIn, for example. So it um, will give you more visibility and you will stand out from other candidates uh, instead of just applying for jobs. So yeah, LinkedIn is a great source, but go also for a specific remote job board because you have more chance to find legitimate uh, remote job opportunities there. 
That's awesome. Let's stay with networking for a moment. Do you have any stories from yourself or from clients you've worked with about how they got a job through networking? Because I think there's some really unexpected ways you can find new jobs through this. Yeah, I do have. So um, there was one client, she was, um, I mean, actively searching for people working in the companies that she wanted to work for. So first we worked into her creating her dream company list, right? The remote companies that she took the time to investigate. She liked the culture. She liked the product that the company was selling. She liked the company from the outside. So she was like, I want to get closer to people who are already working there. So um, she ended up uh, chatting on LinkedIn, exchanging messages with a hiding manager from the department she wanted to work for. So in her mind, she was just chatting with him, like establishing a relationship, getting to know the guy. And then in the middle of the conversation, in the chat, everything on the chat on LinkedIn, he was like, oh, I really like your profile. Can you send me your resume? I'm going to forward that to to the uh, HR department. And she was like, wow, she not even had her resume read yet. And then she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then she ran away. She came to me and she was like, I need to fix my resume for tomorrow because we were not expecting things to move that fast. So long story short, she ended up doing uh, two interviews with HR. But the thing is that the hiring manager already said, I want to interview this person. So the interview with HR was kind of a formality to you know, follow the internal steps for the recruitment process. But yeah, she ended up landing the job. So if you can connect with someone that is the decision maker, for that position, ah, your chances of landing the job increase a lot, actually. I also have cases of people who were referred to a position. So the referral program for people who might not be familiar with that is if you know someone that works in a remote company and that person presents your application instead of you going online and applying for the job, well, um, recruiters normally they, uh, they check first candidates who were referred instead of just all the others that apply directly. So this client, she was referred by someone in the remote company. And um, yeah, a few days later, she was invited for the interview. She still had to follow all the recruitment process and she still had to perform well in the interview. Obviously, like a referral won't guarantee (laughs) that you land the job, but she did the interview before all the candidates and she also ended up um yeah lending the job and she's working remotely now so everything related to connections and networking and doing something different than just applying for the job will definitely open doors for you that's awesome do you recommend also like going to any conferences i don't know if there's remote work conferences yet um i can tell you on the topic of networking i actually got this very job i'm doing now by meeting someone at a conference and going to a talk that she gave yeah i I never would have expected it i didn't even know she was working remotely at the time so sometimes it's just (laughs) taking interest in other people i think that's making a good connection and then you don't know where it can lead Yeah, there are definitely uh, remote work uh, events online and in person. So I was just remembering, um, Google reminded me that one year ago, like the 2nd of September last year, I was a speaker in a remote job fair online. So yeah, those things happen. It might feel a bit awkward because I'm used to go in person to job fairs. I was going in person. So it's like how those things are done online. Well, they are done online. There are like, presentations, uh, recruiters or people from the company, they they 
give a talk, they talk about their positions, their company culture and all of that. And then there is like a, uh, a time period during the day that you can connect with people from countries, recruiters that are recruiting, just like if you were in a physical job fair. Uh, also, there are like networking uh, events or moments during those events. So you enter in a networking room, online room, of course, and then you are uh, suddenly your um, window pop up on Zoom and you are talking to someone that works in a remote company. Maybe the hiring manager, maybe the recruiter. So it's amazing because one of my clients, he went to this event. He was a bit like, yeah, I don't know what to expect, whatever, let's see. And then there was this final part, the networking online event. And he ended up talking to the hiring manager of a remote company. And then that led to an interview. He didn't land that the job, but he was like, I was so happy that he could talk to the manager directly. Like in which other opportunity he would have a 15 minutes chat with the manager. So yeah, those remote um, job fairs, remote events, recruitment, online events, they do happen. I think the best way to be familiar with that is to start uh, following online the remote job boards or the remote companies that you wanna work for. So anytime they organize an event, you will be notified via email or in your feed of LinkedIn because they do promote events. I mean, companies, they need to hire people, right? So they they do different activities to do that. So there are specific events for um, job seekers who are looking for a remote job, but also in general, there are uh, digital nomad events that are for people who are working in flexible ways in general. So you might find people that have their own business, people that work as a freelancer and also remote workers. And probably they are not there to hire other people, but again, it's a great place to network, to get familiar with companies out there, people who work in those companies, understand what they do, establish a connection, and then eventually, if they have a position, they might say, oh, I remember that girl I met in that conference a few months ago, so let me see if she's still interested. So yes, there are more direct events that you can go, but there are indirect that's already put you into the radar of people who are already working remotely and that can lead eventually to a job offer or at least a job interview, which is the first step. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, like you said, putting yourself in the same room or in a similar environment to like with people that have jobs you're looking for and the types of work that you want, that's going to be a much quicker, I think, and a more effective way to find the job that you want. Yeah, definitely. Now let's talk about those jobs that we want because remote work, I think a lot of people just think, I just want to work online and, and that's it. Once I get a job online, my dream has been achieved, but there are a lot of different types of remote jobs. And I'm curious, like how can we find, or what is the best way to find the best remote job for us? First thing is that um, you need to understand what you're looking for. Because when we say remote job, it can mean so many things and so many different things for you, for me, and for another person. So first understand what you really need, like the, the lifestyle that you want to have. Do you want to travel? You want to be able to travel and work at the same time? Is this something that makes sense to you? Be like a digital nomad traveling the world. Maybe all you want is like having more flexibility and stay at home and be able to pick up your kids at school or be able to go to um, 
the mountains and working from there sometimes because you like a peaceful environment. So depending on what you need, actually, uh, one kind of remote job will suit you better than the other one. So first is a matter of what do I want for my career and for my life? Because I cannot separate career and life. It's like it's all connected. We are the same person who works remotely and who have a life. So think about all those things together to understand which kind of remote job would work for you. So that's my first advice. And then, as I said before, check about the things that you can do already, the background that you have, the experience. Think, for example, which kind of jobs I did in the past or which kind of job I'm doing right now. Can I do this exactly same job remotely? That would be the easiest option, right? So you don't actually need to study anything specifically or learning something new. You just do what you have been doing for some years already or something you did maybe in your previous job. Check if that thing can be done remotely because also uh, chances are that you have a very good uh, curriculum for that because you have direct experience in that area. So that would be the easiest step. Whatever you're doing now or you did in the past, you just find for a remote job that you're going to do a very similar thing. As I mentioned, some people are not happy with their career or they never really thought about it. It was just like, you know, I have been working, I talked to a person that was like that, I have been working with customer service for more than 10 years, but I don't really like it. Like I, I never thought about it. It was just like one job was leading to the other and I had experience. So they were calling me for the same kind of job, but like I'm tired of, you know, customer service. I don't want to do that anymore. So in this case, then you need to, to take some time to reflect about where do you want to go, which direction to go. And then you might need to study something for uh, to qualify for that. But also check your, um, there is a technical term for that, it's transferable skills. So the skills that you learned already, that even if you learn them in a different industry, you can use that same skill in a different job. So you don't need to start from scratch and think like, oh my goodness, I'm junior again. I just can go for a super low salary. No, think about everything that you can bring to the table, um, not literally the table, but to the new company that you're applying for. So things that remote companies, they value a lot would be um, communication, right? There is a lot of communication involved when you work remotely on a video camera or writing on a chat, on a Slack channel, on email. So uh, if you are able to communicate properly, it doesn't matter if you have done that to the different company or industry, that's very useful to work remotely. Be able to be self-starter. So find solutions for when things are not working out or instead of just asking, let me think first, let me test it out. So be self-starter, having autonomy. Maybe you have a lot of autonomy in the job you have now. So that can be something relevant that you're going to bring to the interview that you're going to mention in your LinkedIn profile, in your resume, because that's, that's a great thing for a remote company. So think about what you have already that you can highlight when you um, are applying for a new job. So there are so many options. Don't just hit the apply button before reflecting like which, um, which kind of remote job would suit me better and where can I find this job and how to get there. So just Take it easy because it might seem that you're wasting time, but you're not. You are like creating the right strategy to get where you want to get in a more effective way. 
Yeah, these are such great tips. And I, th I think if we give a few examples too, that'll give people an even better idea of what we're talking about. So for example, me, I have this really, it, like, I think unusual situation where I proofread as one of my main sources of income and I have 24 hours to do the work after it arrives. So I can- Very short. Very short. Really short. So I've always got to put some part of my day towards this work, but also I could do it in the morning or I could do it at night, even late at night. So I do have flexibility that way. But for example, Juliana, the when you were working for the company, when you first started being remote, what what were your hours like? How did what where did you have to work remotely in that case? At home? When at I, a cafe? Yeah, when I started in, in 2014, I mean, it was all new about working remotely. It, well, we were talking about working from home. That was the term that we were using, right? Because it was still kind of new. So I was working from home at that time and uh, I had to follow the same working hours that I had in the office from nine to six with one hour break for lunch. So I was working physically from home. That was the beginning. Then with time, I was like, you know what? I can't do this well from home. I already like organized my time, my priorities. I have a quiet space. I have like good headphones that I can do my interviews. I was a recruiter at the time. So I was interviewing candidates all the time. And then I start testing out working from different places. Also like a cool working space or a coffee shop or a friend's house. If I went to spend the weekend on a friend's place, it was like, instead of coming back Sunday night, I can come back on Monday night and then I work from there on Monday. So um, yeah, it can be flexible where you work. I think it depends a lot on the kind of tasks you are doing, right? So when I was working as a recruiter and even now that I am a career coach, I am a lot of the time talking to my clients. So I do need a quiet place. I don't like to make those calls in a cafe that they have like music and people are passing in my background. And also it's like confidential things that I talk to my clients. So when I have client calls, I prefer to stay in my Airbnb, my apartment, because I have privacy and silence. If I'm doing all the kind of work, like creative work or just admin stuff, then I like to go to a cafe or a working space because I change the environment. It's more like creative I can socialize with people so I think it's amazing to be able to have the flexibility of choosing where where like physically where do you want to work from and yeah adjust your schedule some people will have a remote job and have to meet specific working hours like I had at the beginning of more my remote journey so from nine to six Monday to Friday there was no flexibility about it. Um, other people, they will be like, okay, you need to be connected from noon until 2 p.m. New York time. So everyone in the company must be connected those hours because that's when we schedule the meetings, for example, or that's when we are available to the client to reach out to us. So some companies will be specific about from this time to this time. It doesn't matter where you're working from, you need to be connected. And the rest of your working hours, you just can work at night, early in the morning, whatever you want. Um, some remote companies, they will um, ask you to be in one specific country. Like you can work from anywhere in Portugal, for example, but you've got to be in Portugal. You cannot work from Spain. You cannot work from uh, Turkey, for example, uh, for different reasons, legal reasons and payment reasons and all of that. So it's important that you understand that remote work will offer you flexibility, but there are different flexibility levels. So you got to pay attention to it before you 
signed a contract just to make sure that the, the flexibility that the company is offering you is aligned to the flexibility level that you want for you. Yeah, I think that's such a key point because so many people, like I said, towards the beginning, they're, you know, okay, I'm free now because I don't have to go to an office. But of course, you're still having to do work. And so you've got to think yes. like, do I want to work by myself? Is it okay if I don't have meetings and I don't, you know, interact with people? Am I going to be okay at home working alone? Or do I want a job also that has more people and more interaction? So all of these things to take into account. Um, so I, I don't know if this is like, if I don't know how you feel about this. I'm curious. Do you think it's better to be an employee or a freelancer or entrepreneur as a remote worker? Should I go for trying to start my own thing so I can go remote or should I first maybe look as for, uh, to be an employee? This is a very common question. A lot of people ask me that, like, what is better to start having a more flexible work life, right? what, what works better for me? And I always say that it depends because there are three great options to do that. So the first option that you have is that you can be a remote worker. And what it means is that you work for a company, you are an employee of that company, but instead of going physically to the office, you can work from wherever you want. So you have one company paying you every month, every two weeks, and you work as an employee for that company. That's one option. That's having a remote job. The second option that is also perfectly possible, and a lot of people go for it, is working as a freelancer. So as a freelancer, you don't work for one client only. Some people do, but you have flexibility. You can work for different clients. Uh, you work normally by projects or tasks, this is what I'm gonna to deliver to this client and you invoice them. So once you finish the task, the project, they pay you and then you might go for another project with the same company or client or are you gonna look for different clients? So as a freelancer, it's also a good option. You don't have the same stability that you have working remotely for a company because when you work remotely for a company, you know already, the salary you're gonna get. Sometimes you even have bonus and all of that, but working for a company, you have the stability, the financial security that, yeah, my salary is coming every month. As a freelancer, you can make more money because you're not limited to just one salary, but it can be more ups and downs because it's like, if I don't have enough clients this month, then I might make less money. So there is this a bit of um, variation and uh, instability when it comes to your incomes that you're making. And the third option is, well, I want to have my own business. I want to create my company. And instead of creating a physical company in one place, you have your company, your business, but everything can be done online. Everything can be done remotely. So you are a business owner, but you don't need to have a physical office to go every day to run your company. To be a business owner, to have your own business, you definitely need to have a business mindset. It's completely different than working as an employee to a company. And now I say that because I was an employee most of my life and I have my own business since three years ago. So it's like completely different, not necessarily better or worse. It's just like understand that it's a completely different mindset and requirements and, and energy and time investment. Uh, but it's also possible to have a business. So there are those three options. I don't know which one is better because it definitely depends on what you're looking for. So my tip is if you're looking for a stability, like I need a, a safe income every month because that's how I work better. I have some 
debits or I want to invest in something. So I really need money coming every month and I don't want to be surprised about, oh, there is no money this month. Then go for a remote job because you have the flexibility and you have the stability. If you want to have even more flexibility and you're like, I want to go for bigger projects, I want to give it a try to different things, maybe the freelancer or even combine both things. I like combining as a good option. I did that when I was starting my uh, digital nomad journey. So I still had my full-time job remote as a recruiter and I was doing freelancer also related to uh, recruiter, HR and all of that. So I was doing similar things, but on a freelancer basis. So it was like an extra income for me. And I was getting my own clients to be able to fully live out of my business. So you can actually combine the three things if they make sense to you or being a remote employee and do freelancer job or start your business and have a part-time remote job because you have some safe income while you're creating something bigger. So I don't know the answer for that, but it really depends on what you're looking for because those are three different ways to have flexibility when you work and both uh, the three of them are great ways to do that. Yeah, I know for you, you're an entrepreneur. I'm, I would call myself a freelancer. And I think one thing we have in common is that we both really loved to travel internationally. And so that was one reason we both kind of ended up more with the types of jobs we have now versus being on fixed work hours. But if you're at home in your hometown or you are staying in your home country, uh, you have children, you have your you know parents are living with you, so many different things. It's, you know, it, it could be much better to have that, like you said, very stable income and, and no surprises from month to month. Yeah. And also your, your goals, they might need with time. So I have a lot of clients who come to me for my career coaching sessions and they say, look, I want a remote job because I need like two or three years to uh, make my business really running. And then I want to just work with my business. But in the meantime, I need money and I need like mental peace <laughs> to have time to dedicate to my business. So it's a super valid strategy also, like a remote job as a step that you're going to take for some years in your life because you want to change for something different. I mean, whatever choice you make in your career, you don't need to stick with that forever, right? Uh, I think it's more clear now, maybe in Two generations ago, our grandparents, uh, maybe even our parents, my parents are still a bit like that. It's like, oh, once you have a job, you stay in that job until you retire. There was a mentality. There was not that much asking yourself if you're happy with what you do, if you're fulfilled, if you're enjoying life. It was like, yeah, I work because I need to pay the bills and I need to think about retirement. So there was the way people were approaching jobs. Nowadays, in our generation, and maybe one generation ago, people do care about do I enjoy what I do? Am I having fun in life? Like I need money. I need to think about the future, but I also want to bring joy to my life right now. And remote work is a great tool to do that. So you can have a remote job for a certain amount of time. You can be a freelancer. Then you can go back to remote job. Then you can start your business. You can combine that with something. There are so many possibilities. It really depends on if you're willing to put the hours <laughs> to do the work because it's, it's still work, let's just clarify that, right? It's not magic. You won't be paid if you are just taking photos for Instagram with your laptop by the beach and a fancy cocktail in your head. It's, it's still work. You need to <laughs> deliver results. Um, the more you get paid, the higher 
uh, probably the expectation that your clients or your company is going to have. So, oh, I want a well-paid remote job. Okay, are you ready to do your job well? Are you ready to deliver good results? Because everything we are talking here is amazing, but think also about the competition that is out there for, I will go back to remote jobs specifically. The competition is very high. More and more people, they are for the first time thinking about remote jobs. So they are competing with you, with me, with anyone. So how to differentiate from others, how to be chosen for a job that sometimes have like 500 applicants. So you gotta be good at what you do. You gotta deliver results. You gotta like help the company to grow, to um, please the clients and all of that. So it's a still a job that you need to be uh, ready to do very well with the flexibility. So don't forget, it's still a job. It's still <laughs> work. Yeah, and, and some sometimes it results in you needing a lot more discipline than just going to the office and sitting there and you can go for the coffee breaks and all that. It's like you need to be sitting there working. So yeah, like you said, it's not magic. Yeah. Well, I want to give you a chance to explain a little bit about what you do and uh, let people know if they want to seek out your services or follow you and, and learn more about remote jobs. Where can they go? Perfect. So what I do, I basically use all my 15 years experience as a recruiter, my background in psychology and HR, and I help people to land remote jobs faster. I also bring my nine years by now experience working remotely. So everything that I have done and learned, I share that with my clients to make their life easier and speed up the time for them to landing a remote job. So I believe that, I really believe that, that the more people working remotely, the better, because life is much better when you have flexibility, you can make uh, better choices, you can be in charge of your time, of your career. So you're not just just working, you are living and you're also working and work support uh, the life you want to have. So I help my clients to land a remote job faster. I offer one-on-one -on -one career coaching sessions. I offer group mentorings. I have an online course. I have functional services. So there are so many ways that I can help people to do that, to achieve better results in their career. And uh, for the ones who want to connect and keep this conversation uh, outside of the podcast, feel free to send a message and also say, oh, I know you from that podcast. So it's, you know, it's a nice way to start a conversation. Um, people can find me um, on different social media, searching for my name. So Juliana Rabi, my surname is R-A-B-B-I. So I'm on LinkedIn. I am on Instagram, all with my real name. I have a YouTube channel with, uh, by now, I think 86 different videos about remote jobs, job interviews, career change, and everything career related. I have my website also, www.julianarabi.com. So just search for my name, feel free to say hi, and then we can keep talking uh, on a different space. Thank you so much, Juliana. And we are excited we're going to have you in a workshop coming up. So please be checking our YouTube channel and also our website to be like to come and see Juliana live and ask her questions in our chat. So thank you, Juliana. I am sure this was so valuable to people watching. And I hope all of you can get those remote jobs that you want. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. And there was never a better time to land a remote job than now. Yes, I, I agree with you. Chat with you soon, Juliana.
Yes, see you. Bye. Bye.